I'm Sarah. And I'm Meg. And this is the 7 Hours Difference podcast where we discuss our friendships, differences in opinions, and life in general. But first, before we get into the podcast today, we are going to give a brief little life update as we always do. Um, I guess if you want to get started with that, Sarah. Yeah. Um, well, we went to to Kentucky. We, as in me yeah. and my friend Kay, um, we went to visit Meg in Kentucky and it was a great trip. Um, we basically had a giant sleepover for two days, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> it, was, it was really fun. I kind of felt like a teenager again. Like we... Like, we got up and we went and got, like, fancy coffee, like, Starbucks coffee, and then we went shopping all day Saturday, and then we had lunch out, and we came back, and we made a really bad-for-us dinner, and we played games the whole night, like a big sleepover, (laughs) and then we got up, and we went on an adventure on Sunday. We went to a cave, and we went to Dinosaur World in Kentucky. So people who don't know, there's a giant mega cave in Kentucky. It's called Mammoth Cave National Park. So it's like a whole national park. Like you can camp there. There's like lakes and stuff and yada, yada, yada. But um, it's Mammoth Cave. And apparently like way back in the day, they used to mine like this mineral called saltpeter out of it. So it was like a huge thing in like the 1800s to like mine it and like make money off of it. And then the tourism started and all that good stuff. But so we went and like I got some pretty good pictures, um, but like it was insane, like actually being and I'm kind of claustrophobic. <laughs> so like at first when I went down to the cave, I was like, oh, my gosh, uh, no, like I wouldn't I could never do this. But I got used to it. You know, it's not as bad as like, you know, actually living in a cave. But I mean, it was really fun to go with Sarah and Kay and everything. All of all the caves you could go into, that was probably the best if you're claustrophobic. Yeah, because it was massive. It was literally <laughs> huge. There wasn't really a point that it didn't feel like we were just in a hallway. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. Like, I definitely was, I was a little nervous too, but once we got, like, down into the cave, it was so beautiful. Um, once we got down into it and I realized, like, the kind of space that we were going to be provided, it wasn't so bad. Because I've been in a cave where it was much more narrow. The Mark Twain cave that I went to in Missouri I mean, yeah. it's not like you can't get through it, but it's it's definitely not like huge hallway space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, it was we went on to we don't went just on like the normal tour. Like most of their tours were shut down because of COVID, but we went on just like the regular tour, and there were not a lot of people that went with us. I think they had like a max of like twenty people total that could go. We were all able to like stay apart from each other uh, because the cave was so big. <laughs> so, yeah, it was huge. I mean, it, it was like really fun. And then we also got to like play this game, Don't Starve Together. Um, not, of course, not at the cave. This is like another part of our <laughs> island. <laughs> or island. What did I say? Island. Another part of our adventure of the weekend. Um, but yeah, me, Kay, and Sarah had like a really fun weekend together. It should have been longer. I wish it could have been. Oh, I would have loved for it to have been longer because I yeah. honestly could have spent so much time in Kay's city. Like it just seemed like so much fun. I know I kind of hate falling for the tourism stuff, but like. I was it's fun so to do drawn to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I could have gone to the zoo. I mean, I would have loved to go zip lining, even though Meg's too scared to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was just like so many things. And honestly, like I really would love to get into traveling to all of the national parks. Like it was just so freaking pretty. I highly recommend it. Like national parks are 
like every national park is technically on my bucket list, but there's like 400. So, you know, but yeah, national parks are amazing. Um, the only sad thing is, which we kind of talked about it while we were at Mammoth Cave, but like we've done a lot to nature to like make it accessible to humans, which is kind of sad, but it's also kind of nice because we can experience it. But it's also kind of sad because, you know, Damage. we're just like chipping away at, you know, the natural wonders yeah. of the, the world. So like it is kind of incredible that we have the opportunity. I mean, of course, if you have financial ability to pay and to get right. to the cave, you know, but like that, uh, that any human can go in and admire the history that comes from Mammoth Cave. But then, uh, yeah, at the same time, just thinking about. What like how natural everything done. used to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like there was electricity in these caves. Like they had to have done so much. I mean. Yeah. But at, and and then again, then you look at it like, well, they couldn't get, to, you know, tool, like big, huge. Right. You know, I'm blanking on the word, but you know, like all of those <laughs> pathways that we walked on that were like nice concrete, like that was all like yeah. done by hand and carefully yeah, exactly. carefully done and so like that's also kind of cool in itself you know like people that are really dedicated to their craft that could come and do that for our yeah, for our benefit experience yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know it was beautiful it was like bittersweet it was that that kind of experience like it was like holy crap i'm here but right, also yeah. like dang this is kind of sad <laughs> you know that's kind of how i felt um like when I went to other national parks that I've been to too. Cause like there's always like road man-made roads and like ranger stations and like all this stuff. I know it's like a lot to keep people safe, you know, like as they explore, but mm-hmm. it's also kind of sad at the same time just to see like how much we're controlling nature now and like monetizing it. I was thinking um, about that. Like, you know, to want to become a ranger, you have this like idea in your head. Like, I love nature. I want to be out in nature. I want to help people in nature. Like, I want to help the animals in nature. Like, there's so many like pieces. Like, help keep nature safe, et cetera, et cetera. But then, like, you're actually just giving a tour of a cave. I know. That, yeah. I don't know. Like, I would be disappointed <laughs> if I had that job. Then again, I'd also be like, Yo, I give tours of the world's like, not yeah, worlds, but one of the mega caves in Kentucky. Like, that's a cool job. Yeah. But well, didn't didn't the tour I'd say it was the biggest, the largest cave in the world? Like, that's that that's known by the human. Maybe I. I it's like four hundred miles or something. <laughs> it, I don't know. Four hundred and thirteen discovered miles so far. Yeah. Is what um, she said. Four hundred thirteen. Yeah. Four hundred thirteen. Something like that. <laughs> It is. Yeah. It I was, mean, it's it huge. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Have, and okay. We saw like a very tiny part of it. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that, yeah, tiny, <laughs> um, technically, yes. Can we talk about the fact that they mentioned that they like have orchestras come and play I down know. in there? I so like li- awesome. want to do that so bad. I want to like sing down there or play down there or something to like hear the echo. Yeah. Oh, oh, that'd be so gosh. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear you sing down there. <laughs> the acoustics. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be awesome. It was incredible. It was a really, I would highly recommend anybody who's looking for like a fun and affordable way to like go do something fun. I, I mean, it's no Disneyland, <laughs> but right. the price is also no Disneyland. So. Yeah. No kidding. It was like $8 a piece to go down there. Yeah. Plus treat. It was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, like, honestly, though, like, I think between there and back. Oh, please. It was me and Kaylee anything. probably did yeah. 40 bucks each in gas. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So, 
me and Sarah are only about five hours apart, so it's really not that bad of a trip. Yeah, and then like whatever yeah. gas it took you to get us to the cave, but it was only an yeah. hour. So, yeah, it was a a good like if you're around the Kentucky area, I definitely recommend going. I'm sure you already have, but <laughs> um, if you haven't, people who do it. aren't, just like f- figure out where your local national park is and check it out, see what they have to offer because. It's a good way to get a little weekend vacation or longer and still socially distance. So, yeah, it was really nice. And honestly, yeah. like we were so worried about being cold, but it really wasn't that cold in the cave. It's warm in the cave. <laughs> yeah. I was like shedding my gloves and like unzipping my coat. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting warm. <laughs> yeah. I definitely got hot going down there. That's yeah. for sure. Did you even have a pair of gloves on? I was thinking about no, this. No, I did not. Meg didn't have my- gloves. She didn't have a scarf. Her coat wasn't zipped. She just had like a headband over coat. her ears. Yeah, I had my headband for my ears, but I gave my gloves to Kay because she was so cold. So, Well, I had an extra pair of gloves I could have given oh, her. Oh, you did? Yeah. I didn't what realize that she needed. <laughs> Were your hands cold the whole time? No, it's fine. Oh. I mean, when I got down there, I wasn't cold at all. Like, I was totally fine. So My little Alaskan. <laughs> You would love it here right now because in Illinois, it's uh, bitter. (laughs) Um, I think it's like 16 degrees, but like real feels like like four degrees. It was uh, when I woke up this morning, it was real feel like negative four. Um, And then Saturday, our actual low, like our low, not even our real feel, just our low is negative 10. (laughs) Oh, yikes. Yeah. So uh, you'd love it here. (laughs) I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like the fall in Alaska. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's okay. like early well, winter. <laughs> we should probably get to introducing our podcast. Let's um, do it. All right. So we are the seven hours difference podcast. I am Meg and I am speaking with Sarah. We were born seven hours apart. I was born on April 17th and Sarah was born on April 18th. Um, and I was born in Alaska and Sarah was born in Illinois. <laughs> So we were 4,000 miles apart, but still only born seven hours apart. Um, And then we met in junior high and we became best friends and yeah, the rest is history. (laughs) But we're very different people. We are obviously raised uh, in extremely different ways, which I'm sure we'll kind of touch on today based on our topic. Um, And yeah, we just kind of like have this friendship where we just kind of discuss things from two very different opinions, yet we still get along, so... (laughs) Yeah, barely. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> you have a problem with me? Um, no, actually, we're good. N- nothing today? <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> All right, I will. So, uh, yeah, we're we're talking about something really fun today. Uh, we're talking about pets. Yes. Pets. And our pet history and how we love our pets and what they do that's super annoying. And mm, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pet podcast, um, pet cast today. Um, which we both love our pets, so they're a pleasure to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I love my pet. I love my pet. Um, I have one pet. <clears throat> no, yeah. Hey, let's get into the history of this. <laughs> let's get into the history of our pets. Um, <laughs> no, just kidding, guys. I love Buddy so much, but... <laughs> Okay, well, let's just say, like, currently we both have one dog. We do. We currently both have... That is our current situation. Yeah. But Um, I've had a lot of pets over time. Yeah. (laughs) So, I guess, I don't know, do you want to start or should I? You can go ahead. 
Okay. So when I was young, it was mostly my sister who wanted a puppy like super bad. So like, I guess my first pet wasn't until like, that was actually my pet. Um, wasn't until I got my dog Gracie. However, we did have like a family dog that was technically my sister's, but whatever. Um, when I was a toddler and her name was Snowflake, but. Aw, Snowflake. <laughs> and she was a black lab and she had one little <laughs> snowflake on her chin. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's cute. really cute. Yeah. Um, but then I got my first dog from the pound. I went and picked her out and she was like maybe I think a year and a half or two years. Or actually, I think she was three years when I got her. How um, old were you? Was, um, uh, I want to say I was like 11. It was like before I moved down to Illinois. Mm -hmm. So it was before junior high. But I want to say I was like 11 or so uh, because I did bring her down from Alaska whenever we moved to Illinois. Um, but so she was like a yellow lab mix with a golden retriever. And she was just so cute. When I first saw her at the pound, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the one, you know. <laughs> Gracie was a really pretty dog. Yeah, she was pretty and she was so cute and she was so sweet. She was like the sweetest dog ever. She was very affectionate and she got attached to me very quickly. Um, so she was very she kind of had attachment issues. She like whenever I left the house, she would like sit by the door and like Aww. kind of just be mopey until I came home. Um, but she was a good dog. Um and then at that time, my sister also had a um, German shepherd named Gypsy. I think its name was Gypsy. Yeah, it was Gypsy. I remember Gypsy. Yeah. Um, and then we also got a beagle named Sam, which was like technically my brother's dog, but my he kind of was adopted by my dad. Like my dad kind of just like the old Sam <laughs> attached to him. Yeah. <laughs> was the bomb.com. Sam was so sweet and so cute. <laughs> Beagles are just so sweet and so cute. They in are. They're so affectionate. Um, and mine is being a total terror right now behind me, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, there he, yeah, he was like the runt of the litter. So we adopted him and we had actually adopted him from, uh, I don't know if you, Sarah, the Hardens, you know who they are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we adopted him from the Hardens and, um, which were a family that we lived nearby at the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it was majority dogs. Like I think I had a fish growing up, but I don't even remember like having fish. Like fish kind of freak me out. I'm kind of scared of fish at this point. So <laughs> never gonna have a fish again. I'm good. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I had a few traumatic experiences with fish. So oh well, you have to tell us that. That's part of your pet history. Uh, um, Spill the tea. Well, okay. So I had fish when I was like super little. My mom took care of them really, but I just looked at them, and they like died of natural causes, right? Like just regular fish stuff. Um, you know, <laughs> okay. Had him for a really long time. So he died of old age. I don't know how that works, but, um, but then I tried to get fish like on my own, like later on in my life. Um, and they always like ended up dying super quickly and they wouldn't like die in a natural way. They would be like totally fine. And then I turn around and then they would be dead. Like it would be, it was so scary to me like I thought someone was like I don't know it felt really bad when it happened okay I, felt like I was failing <laughs> I have so many questions was this when you okay. moved back to Alaska um, after yes after yes. Uh, okay yeah so I remember this phase and I have to ask you like with the fish like you would just like turn around and it would be like curled up um they would just freeze it was like they they froze in place you know, and I, I would never scare them. I had like the chillest house ever. Didn't have any dogs jumping around. Didn't have any like crazy animals. 
I was chill. Like I wasn't tapping was, on the glass. Honestly, it would. It was probably like just water balance or like um, yeah, like mineral and chemical balance. It, I don't know. It is like, so hard to keep fish water yeah. balanced the way it should be. To like, I even followed all the directions or whatever. Where you like don't buy the fish right away. You like buy the tank first or whatever, and then you know fix it up the way it's supposed to be mm, yeah <laughs> i don't know it was just bad you could so. throw it off by looking at it <laughs> you can throw it off by thinking about it but yeah i only so i only bought two fish total later on my, and i was just like i can't do it anymore like i'm done like fish are can spare me a fish i'm done with fish fish are freaky anyway they like look at me with their little eyes freaky and, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like, I love they're fish weird so much oh <laughs> okay um but anyway, so currently, um, oh, I guess I can't skip over my two. So then I had um, two smaller dogs. This is like after, this is like years, years later after Gracie. Don't forget Ziva. Um, I forgot about Ziva just for a second there. I but, know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I miss Ziva. Um, she was really sweet. So after I, Illinois, we decided we wouldn't put our dogs through moving back to Alaska because Alaska is a little bit harsher of an environment than Illinois. <laughs> so um, you don't we say. <laughs> Um, we rehomed everybody to good homes, people we knew, um, and that already loved our dogs. So they were good. Um, and then I got Ziva whenever I moved back up to Alaska. Um, she had already lived in Alaska. So it wasn't like I was like buying her and then transporting her up or anything like that. And she was a giant schnauzer. So they're from Germany and they're used to like that breed is like a German police dog. Like they're super Did she watch rough you and tumble. Oh, what? <laughs> I just have to know. Did she? I don't know. Maybe she did probably she kill did. them behind my back. <gasps> Ziva. It was probably Ziva, Ziva was jealous. Yeah, definitely. Dogs are like that, man. <laughs> but she was like a gentle giant. Um, but she did have this problem where she would like love to lay in the middle of the road. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like I would take her off her leash when I was in the yard or whatever. And then she would love to go lay in the middle of our paved road, like out in our neighborhood. And oh she was just God. like check out everybody in the neighborhood like what's up guys <laughs> i don't know yeah it was funny um Jeez. but anyway so i moved back i moved down to uh, uh to kentucky after living in alaska for a few years i did not bring ziva with me she just stayed up there with my parents um and then uh i was living with my grandparents when i moved down to kentucky so i didn't have a pet kind of out of respect because it was their house um and then when I moved out and got my own place, um, I had two little dogs. Uh, and this is when I was with my previous significant other. <laughs> um, so we kind of got the dogs together. Um, I had uh, little Freddy was the first one that I got. I rest, uh, We raised him from a puppy, um, which I don't really remember. Because like my most recent dog that I have now, I raised from a puppy. And I remember every single freaking minute <laughs> of that. <laughs> Maybe like Freddy was like easy. In my mind. I guess Freddie was an easy puppy, but <laughs> whatever. Um, and then I, we got like a little buddy for Freddie, um, who is actually his half sister, um, Camilla, who was a sweetie pie. Oh, she really was. She was such a sweetie pie. Um, and they were Shih Tzu mixes. They were so freaking cute. Yeah. <laughs> they were so cute. And then um, I also had Fiona, which was my previous significant other's um dog that he grew up with so she was she a was bad also super bitch. sweet yeah no she was a bad bitch because she put up with freddie <laughs> yeah yeah they she would like occasionally get mad at them but she was like a really good sport <laughs> she was 
I loved Fiona. Yeah. <laughs> she was super cute. Um, so then actually whenever I we ended that relationship, I moved out and he got the dogs because I didn't really want to fight for that. <laughs> um, and then I got George, which is my current dog, um, uh, in July of this, of 2020. Yeah, I think it was July of 2020. Um, and he, I got him when he was 11 weeks and never get a puppy, people. <laughs> it is like crazy. But we'll talk no, about our current you. pets <laughs> later. <laughs> if you want to go on to your pet history. I feel like I've been talking for literally years. Well, so. no, not at all. Um, because I have a lot of pet history. So, <laughs> okay. Um, Lean on me. It goes, it goes back to my parents got a dog before I was born um, to curb the baby fever. And her name right. was CJ, which stood for Christmas Joy because she loved to open Christmas presents. She would like wait and like open her present when it was her turn. Like she would know and then she would like rip it open. Aww. Yeah. And she had her own stocking. Yeah. She was like, she was so good. Such a good dog. I don't even know what she was. She was like a small lab mix and she had a stub for a tail and she was Aww. literally the best dog ever um better than buddy Shh. um i know i know um and like the only i don't really i mean i remember her because like we had her until i was like maybe eight or nine um <clears throat> maybe maybe 10 or 11 actually but the one thing that i always remember and like tell people about her is that my parents trained her to stay on a blanket um, when they had company over. So they could lay oh, a blanket yeah. on the ground and then she would stay on the blanket. She couldn't leave the blanket. But she would like stretch, you know, as far off as she could. She'd leave like one <laughs> foot on and like stretch all the way off. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's cute. She was extra. But then when my parents had me, they would lay a blanket on the ground and put me on the blanket and my mom would like go and do the dishes or whatever. And she would be, like, glancing over, and CJ would not let me roll off of that blanket. <laughs> CJ, like, got the rules. Like, she was like, nope, baby, can't leave the blanket. Aww. CJ was, like, a second mom to me. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, so it was like my mom said she always just, like, had, like, a backup babysitter in the house. Like, she could leave <laughs> me on the floor and, like, leave the door open and, like, take a shower. And, like, she knew I wasn't going to be, like you know yeah <laughs> tumbled under furniture or something like <laughs> yeah so cj was a really good dog um and then at some point i found a stray cat and oh. um there's a funny story with that too at my mom's work we used to go and like we would have a, like a room that we would play in while she worked it was a family mm -hmm. friend she worked for and he was really cool about it and one day it was like a construction building a cat wandered in from the garage area and we like played with it all day but my mom's allergic so she was like we're not taking that home and we begged and we begged she was like no call and ask your father and we called him and he was like nope and so me and my brother schemed and it was time to go my brother sat on my mom's legs just like sat on her feet and I ran out and I buckled me and the cat into the car oh my gosh and we ended up with a cat um yeah i don't know i just really liked him we named him brat cat originally it was miss kitty <laughs> but then we found out it was a boy uh <laughs> so but he was brat he was a total butthole but like we got along i had a bond with him but eventually he just like kept tempting my mom with like trying to escape and she just 
one day didn't let him back in and I mean I was upset with her then but now I'm like I'm good with that it was fine because yeah cats are a lot (laughs) they are Uh, (laughs) and um when CJ was getting older we knew she was gonna pass uh we went to the local like shelter place and we adopted another dog in his name originally was six toes but we called him bagel because he was brown and white like a bagel with cream cheese (laughs) yes i named him that (laughs) Um, so um yeah he was really he was a really sweet dog but he was an australian cattle dog and he was like huge oh yeah and insane we called him um uh what what was it I don't know, devil dog, demon dog. (laughs) Wasn't a good name. Australian cattle dogs are a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He had so much freaking energy. And like he would like accidentally hurt you. But what got me was like he had the puppy eyes. Like, oh my God, he would like give you those eyes. And you'd be like, oh, it's okay. It's okay that (laughs) you just broke my arm. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But we, one day we like came home and. He was like, he'd gotten off the leash and ran off and my dad ended up picking him up and taking him. We thought that he had like taken him to back, like to be adopted again somewhere else, but he actually took and had him put down. And it was like when we found that, I found that out like a year and a half ago and I was like so pissed at my dad. Yeah. I know. But my dad said that he was like just he was really scary to people and it it would be really hard to find him a home. And I don't know, we could have found him a farm or something, but yeah, someone probably could have rehabbed him. Yeah. So, but my dad, my dad has like a negative experience with animals. I mean, we can't control our parents. Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, it's um, just a sad story. Yeah. Along the way in between all of those pets, we also had a gerbil. Um, her name was princess Fiona. Um, she got in a little accident with CJ one day. She got out and was, like, running around the house, and CJ found her. And CJ would never hurt her because, like, they were pals. But CJ, like, probably played with Fiona, like, just being playful. And she died in her bathroom. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know. How does a gerbil even get out? Like, he was on – or she was on top of, like, a high dresser. You know, like, the tall yeah. dressers, like, what your brother has? Like, oh, she yeah. was in that, like, in, like, a – little hamster cage like the gerbil cage like how, how did she get out and survive hundreds of hamsters and gerbils gerbils get out every freaking day how do they do it They're i like freaking hoodie listen this is a podcast topic that we must answer <laughs> this question i know <laughs> they are like houdini it doesn't make any sense yeah um she was cool um but my mom hated it so she was so happy when that was over and yeah. she would not let us get another um, I always wanted one of those. <laughs> they're so cute. I would totally get another one. Totally. <laughs> like, they're so sweet. We also had um, the original fish. We um, we had, like, mini fish because my parents used to, like, buy fish and, like, put them in a pool in the backyard and, like, wait till they died. <laughs> but the fish oh. that, like, stuck around. I know. I don't get it. But the fish that stuck around was, like, my dad and mom went and invested in, like, a legitimate, you know, 20 what is it 20 20 gallon gallon thank you tank and they went and bought like 20 goldfish just like 20 random feeder fish and they put them all in this tank which is like not at all what you're supposed to do um it's like one 
one fish per 10 gallons one goldfish per 10 gallons is seriously like, yeah no joke even the feeder fish yes yeah i thought feeder i mean fish if you want them like, to live yeah oh i thought they could be like clumped in the other mm, no not if you like want a them pack to, fish not if you want them to live and grow and stuff um but you oh, know okay. my parents just like dumped the 20 in the in the, the yeah. tank and we had we named them all bob 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 <laughs> Bob and we literally had like 10 of them make it and live for like eight years survival of the fittest they seriously like and they it was so funny my mom had them trained like she would walk up and like pick up the food and they would all go to the corner and like stack on each other oh my gosh they were so cool I loved I loved the bobs and then when they all passed we tried again and we did it with the Ed Ed and Eddie's (laughs) (laughs) and only like three or four of them made it but we eventually had one left and my dad was like sick of it and he blushed him (laughs) alive (laughs) he was like sorry guys and just like dumped him and (laughs) flushed him down um yeah but that was like the extent of pets in my parents household then I went to college and my freshman year like three weeks into college I got a goldfish um, and I named her Alto and I kept her in my friend's room because he had a fishbowl with his fish, which I think was bass or something. I don't know. Some stupid music, whatever. And I'm pretty sure Squire killed Alto because he never fed her. Oh but God. I mean, it was whatever because like I should have been responsible and gotten my own bowl for her and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, she passed. And then my junior year, um, my... She, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time. Um, we got some fish. I mean, she didn't want fish. I wanted fish. And and we got fish. Um, that was always the joke. Um, but we had a fish bowl, and we went and got two fish. We named them Bonnie and Clyde. And I got the fish <laughs> in the breakup. Yeah. Um, and because they were my babies. And Bonnie and Clyde lived for like three years. And Can I say, like, you treated your fish like queen and king, man. That's because they were my little kings and queens. I'm, yeah. I loved Bunny and Clyde so much. They were the best fish. They had personalities, and I talked to them. Like, you're supposed to talk to fish. Um, they literally were the coolest, uh, and I cried like a freaking baby when they died. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally cried so much because Bonnie died first, <laughs> and then Clyde died not long after. And then right before I moved out of my mom's house, I tried again with salt and pepper, and they died within, like, two weeks. <laughs> oh no yeah fish are hard fish are hard yeah you have They're to really hard. like balance you have to figure out what they yeah. need and you have to have like all the right stuff and and like something will work for some fish but not other mm-hmm. fish oh yeah know? so it's yeah because i didn't hard. change anything for bonnie and clyde all i did was clean out the tank um i didn't yeah. use any chemicals or any soaps or anything i just gave it a good clean good scrub and then fresh and then i let it run a couple of days and then i got them and the whole thing you know the same thing i would have done for bonnie and clyde yeah. so yeah but and, you know, it could have been, like, a b- unhealthy batch of feeder fish I got. I mean, you just never know. Yeah, um, there's a lot of factors. Yeah. But I haven't been willing to try again yet because, well, first of all, I was recovering from Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I don't really have a good place to put a fish tank in this house. So, I'm just waiting. I have everything here, and I'm just waiting for the right moment. <laughs> yeah. But, and then now I have my current dog, which we'll get into in a minute. But, yeah, yeah buddy boy. <laughs> So we do have an extensive pet history. Is yeah. that, oh, I'm sorry, that's you're it. done with your pet history? That's all. Okay. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I guess I can definitely say like I had a lot more dogs than you did. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I went through a lot of other weird animals. Yeah. Um, 
I will say something unique about the way I was raised with my dogs is our dogs are always outside dogs in Alaska, <laughs> which is dang. You know, but <laughs> my Did dad you have would dog build houses. It was very common for dogs to be outside dogs in Alaska, for the record, um, except for small dogs, because um, we always had big dogs, you know, big hairy dogs. Yes. Um, Ziva wasn't dad, an outdoor dog though. No, no, but she was my dog. Oh. Like. Gotcha. You know, I was, yeah. I was over 18. Like I was an adult, I was responsible, you know, but when you're under 18, you're living with your parents, your dog's kind of their dog, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, cause they're the main, they buy the food and everything Provider. for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my dog would build these, like my dog, did I say my dog would build? <laughs> yes. <laughs> my dad <laughs> would build these like really awesome dog Cause my dad built everything around our house. Pretty much. He would build these really nice dog houses and he would put like blankets and hay and make kind of this like dog house, like an actual house though. And it was like warm. I remember when I was a kid, I used to like crawl in there and pretend I was like living in them. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like a fun house thing. I don't know. I was weird. We were weird when we were kids because we thought things were fun that most people would not think is fun. I mean, I probably would have done that too. So, <laughs> but, um, and we, I would like live in there with my dog that day. And, um, so they had like this giant fenced yard, really warm little houses and they would come inside like, but then they would be outside dogs mainly. Like we would just bring them inside, you know, just for whenever. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's, um, I think most people nowadays keep their dogs inside, I would say. Um, unless they're like those type of people who like get their dog and chain it outside and never spend time with it. But which is really sad. I think it kind of depends on like the kind of people you are like, I don't know, like if you're like a really outdoor outdoorsy family or outdoorsy people, then like if your pets are outside, you're outside too. And it it works out. But Oh yeah. I know. I know a family like that. They kept their dogs outside and only outside, but they were, they had a dog house. They had plenty of things, a plenty of space. Uh, well taken care of and the family was like always in the backyard playing out yeah I think <laughs> having an outside dog is a really good thing but like you know make sure it's like a healthy well taken care outside of. dog yeah. yes yeah um, I could never do that like I would feel guilty all the time <laughs> like <laughs> having a dog to me means just accepting the fact that my house is going to get muddy and wet and there's going to be fur everywhere and I have to lint roll <laughs> oh yeah lint roll the heck out of stuff yes yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always like, I always wanted to the freaking hamster and gerbil stuff, but there, I don't know why my get one. You have no reason not to. Well, now I'm not gonna. Why not? Now I don't really have as much of an interest now as that I as I did, but <laughs> I'll get one and you can check it out. I don't. Yeah. Okay, that's fine with me. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not ready. <laughs> give get me yourself a fish me and a, a gerbil. Wow. I don't want to be a zoo. We are, yeah, I guess my so. roommate's got a cat. I got a dog. I'm going to have some fish. Uh, you know what I would get is a rabbit. Not in my apartment, but oh, like yeah. if I ever got a house, I would get a rabbit. Yay. You don't want a rabbit? <laughs> Not your kind of thing? <laughs> okay. Honestly, I don't mind rabbits, but like I'm kind of scarred because they're they're actually really cute. But I'm kind of scarred because, well, first of all, can you even cuddle a rabbit? Yeah. If it's a nice rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> If it's a nice rabbit. My friend Sarah had a rabbit. Well, my friend Sarah, you know Sarah. Sarah had a rabbit growing up. And 
the rabbit died like she just like came home one day and like the rabbit was just Aww. dead and like she wasn't yeah, old or sick weak hearts. Yeah. yeah and like it just like made me feel really like upset like <laughs> they're so fragile yeah. like the, they're little babies like i don't know that is hard like that's another thing about maybe that's why my mom never let us get a small animal because she knew that they would die very quick like usually the lifespan of is like three years max for some of those animals oh, so see that's hard my roommate yeah. also like had um before they had a um uh what are the really really oh guinea pigs a piggy oh yeah and like the bigger ones yeah, yeah his name his name was sid and cedric adored sid and sid passed away over the summer and it's been really hard for Aww. cedric because they were like bffs yeah because like they just don't live if, very long you know it's yeah. really hard that would be hard. I know hedgehogs even. I know people have hedgehogs for pets. They have, have even a shorter lifespan. I, uh, I mean, I know every hedgehog deserves a little. Well, I don't know if hedgehogs are even supposed to be pets. But, you know, they deserve some <laughs> happiness. But, geez, like, it's hard to, like, no. accept the fact that you're going to adopt something that's going to pass so very quickly. Yeah. And I would also be so anxious. That, like, am I giving this little animal it's only gonna live like two or three years the best life it could have mm. <laughs> and it's two or three years like i already worried about that with worry about that with my dog like i know right am i giving this little dog the best life it can have <laughs> i think about that too like sometimes i get really upset with buddy because he's bothering me but then i'm like but his yeah. whole life is like what is my owner going to do with me like you know like yeah that's his whole <laughs> life and my whole life is not my dog which is kind of maybe I mean, a bad thing. I don't know. I mean, you take really good care of Buddy, so. I kind of ignore him at night. Like, I'll be gone all day, and then I get home, and I'm like, don't talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> well, like, you know, like, I invited him in here right before we started recording, and then he started chomping at me, like, I, I want attention. And I was like, bye, and I kicked him out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You'll give him attention after podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's not like I haven't been rubbing on him and petting on him all afternoon. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And we sleep together. They just always want more. I know. He's never satisfied. (laughs) Well, I guess we're kind of there. Let's talk about our current pets. (laughs) Tell me about George. Georgie Porgy. Well, George, um, like I said before, I got him when he was 11 weeks. He is a... They told me when I got him that... Well, I got him off Craigslist off a family who had gotten him when he was like a smaller puppy. So it's kind of a rehoming situation um couldn't handle the george i guess the georginator yeah. <laughs> um but they told me he was just like a straight beagle so i was like excited for that because like beagles get to be like a medium-sized dog and they're like active but they also have like this little lazy side you know mm-hmm. they'll just like sleep and stuff um so i was really happy for that because i go i like to go hiking and camping and i was like this will be perfect um um, but he's actually, I think, a Jacoby, which is like a Jack Russell Beagle mix. He's be- precious. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No. Yeah. That's he a is. a. He's the cutest. And his face doesn't look like a Beagle face. You know, like kind of mm-hmm, how the Beagles yeah. have like the snooty like eyes and nose. Like his face looks more like a Jack Russell, he, which is like the baby eyes. Yeah. He's like the size and shape of a Jack Russell and like the color of a Beagle. Exactly. Yeah. And I know Jack Russell's can kind of have the beagle color, but like he is for sure like a mix between them. I haven't done like the doggy DNA or anything like that. Maybe I will one day, but um, 
I mean, not anytime soon. They're like $150. Woo. <laughs> 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 um, but he's like so, he's one of the cutest dogs I've ever had. Um, but I, he was like a terror when I first got him. Like I couldn't take my eyes off him. Like up until like recently, he's like 10 months old now. Like recently he's calmed out a lot and he's like actually listening to me and like he cuddles with me and he sleeps in my bed and he doesn't pee everywhere. So he's just now getting into his groove. But <laughs> didn't <laughs> up he until like this point score like the highest in his like dog obedience class? That's true. He is very smart. He's just extremely stubborn. Like, <laughs> oh, that sounds like somebody he, I know. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, <laughs> um, but like he knows when he needs to do, but like he went through this phase, like for instance, he went through this phase where he was like digging, 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 digging. He wanted to dig through the couch. He wanted to dig through my bed. He wanted to, to dig through any pillow he could find. It was like aimless. Like he wasn't digging for anything. Um, but then I would tell him, Hey, stop. And then he would look at me and he would like give this little like attitude look, you know? (laughs) And then he would like bark or like give me a little growl and then he just start digging harder. So like, I knew he was trying to get in my head, you know, like irritate me because he would only do it with me. He would never do it when my brother was taking care of him. He was just such a little turd. Oh. Like he would only do it with me. And then finally I like pulled out the freaking squirt bottle, which I hadn't used up to this point, And I just squirted him right in the face and then he hasn't done it since. <laughs> He's petrified of that squirt bottle, man. Yeah. Well, if I, um, if I just have it in my hand, he doesn't care. But if I like point it at him, like he knows, I guess what, what the pointing end is. Um, so if I point it at him, he just like stops whatever he's doing. And he acts like a little innocent angel. We had a good time because over the weekend we got to see see George as well. And Meg has learned that she doesn't even have to hold the I bottle. I just have to make the sound. Yeah. The, I the, have to make the sound. <laughs> and then he's, he's like, stops whatever he's doing. He's like, okay, I'm an angel. I did it to him <laughs> once and he was really scared. I felt kind of bad. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny though. The way he reacts, it's not his like, I'm scared reaction because he reacts like okay i'm sorry you're dominant you know like i don't i know you've never really seen his like i he's where when he's like really scared but when he's really scared he like reacts differently so i know he's not like afraid i just know he's like submitting you know so i feel a little bit better about it <laughs> submit submit you fool <laughs> but that's the whole thing like you have to be the dominant one yeah in the relationship exactly you know? so yeah if i have to make weird noises to make that happen <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> But he's listening anyway he's behind you like he, what the heck he's behind me right now <laughs> <laughs> he's on my bed <laughs> but anyway like if i had one thing that i've learned about having a dog so that i'm kind of pretty much raising on my own is like never get them when they're a puppy especially if you're not like completely prepared to spend a lot of money and time on them because they're so hard to take care of and you will not love them like i know that sounds really harsh but like you will not love your puppy until they're like 10 months old or like even maybe like seven or eight months old at the minimum. Like they will make your life so hard up until that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you really have to like bond with them. Like you have to work on And if I know it sounds ridiculous if you've never owned a puppy, but like if you've owned a puppy, you know what I'm talking about. Like you have to work really hard to bond with your puppy because like they make your life so hard. Not on purpose. <laughs> Not on purpose. They're just a baby. Like, they don't know what they're doing. Unless 
Yeah, Unless you're you know? George, then you might try to make your mom's life a little harder. But <laughs> well, they go through their little adolescent phase where they're, you know, talking back and. I mean, that's know. a good point though. Like what you said, they're just a baby. Like it's literally like having a baby. Like <laughs> it's like having a baby that grows up until they're like eighteen in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much ready to leave the nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was. It's been hard. But he's doing a lot better now. But like, I can trust him. He sleeps in my bed all night. He, like, cuddles with me. He's a good it's dog. Nice. He's good now. <laughs> no, he he was a good dog all along, though. But yeah, he's just... He, he has a good heart. He does. He's a very sweet dog. He's just got a lot of energy, which is great. He's a puppy. Of course, he's got a lot of energy. <laughs> well, now he'll sleep. Like, he has this routine now, which I love. Like... We'll get up and he'll sit by my bed staring at me until I wake up, which is totally creepy. (laughs) (laughs) But he'll just sit there and stare at me. um, And then I'll get up and I'll take him outside. And then he'll come in, he'll eat, he'll play with his toys or whatever. And then he'll like sleep while I'm working. Like it's like he knows I'm working, you know. So he'll sleep on my bed or chew on his toys or whatever while I'm working. And then when the sun starts coming through the patio doors, he moves out to the living room and he lays in the sun for like four hours. And I can't do anything to get him out of that sun. Like he loves it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he just naps in the sun. Honestly. Which I'm totally jealous of. That's but... his beagle side right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he'll do, he'll like um, bring his toys, whatever toy he wants to play with, he'll bring it up to me and then he'll sit down and wait for me to play with him, which is so cute. But yeah. He, he's a good, good thing. It's good that he has routine too. <laughs> yeah, he has a nice little routine. Getting getting a routine going for a dog is, is hard. <laughs> it is, yeah, especially when they're a puppy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even okay. Tell me about Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but getting Buddy on a routine was tricky. So, um, Buddy uh, is like one of the secret blessings in my life that I didn't know was coming. Um, my we okay. I wanted a dog. I wanted a dog really bad, but. I I thought that a dog for my dad would be good. Me and my mom both thought this. And um, so we kind of looked into some dogs that we, we wanted an older dog because we wanted a dog that could, you know, still be a little exciting, but also like, you know, be down with some napping and some relaxing. <laughs> with You know, my yeah, dad yeah. doesn't do a whole lot. So, you know, he doesn't leave the house a lot. We couldn't we couldn't walk him every day, twice a day, you know, he was going to get walked, you know, three times a week, (laughs) you know? And so we were trying to find a dog that fit that, that lifestyle. And it took a long time. We looked for like months and then we came across Buddy and a couple other dogs, um, on whatever pet finder, I think. And it was from this place that was like maybe an hour and a half away. And I asked for a different dog, and I wanted to meet him, and I was on my way to meet him. I was going to meet him the next day, and she texted me, and she was like, actually, um, I'm not going to have you meet him because he's pretty much he's going to die in, like, a few weeks. And oh. I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. I, and, I mean, you know, senior dogs, when you're looking at senior dogs, that's what you get. Yeah, I guess. She's like, but I have oh. a different dog, like a really sweet dog. I think you would make an excellent uh, friend for your father. Um that you should check out um his name's buddy and i'll have you meet him when you come tomorrow i was like all right 
And I get there and she introduces me to Buddy. And the only picture I'd had of him was him looking like a crazy ass sitting on a on top of the picnic <laughs> table. This is the only picture I'd seen of him. So I'm thinking, oh my God, this dog is going to be such a wild hair. Like, I don't, I don't know if I want to even meet him. Like, is it worth the drive? And then I met him and he was the sweetest little, little guy. You know, he was a little shy. Yeah. He was kind of like, mm, you know, like... <laughs> Oh, gosh. He was so sweet. He just, like, touched my heart. (laughs) And I called my mom. I was like, Mom, we have to get this dog. He's perfect. Like, he's sweet. He'll be really, you know, she and she basically said, like, well, she said all the right things to get me to get him. Because now that we actually have him, we know that she basically lied to us. You know, we were like, we don't want a big shedder. Yeah, we don't want a barker. Um yeah, you know, a couple a couple of those things. Like, we didn't care if he was a slobbery, but we didn't want him to be, like, a howler or anything like that. Right. Well, he he barks. He definitely barks. It was super uh, scary the first time he barked because um, he was really quiet for a long time. Um, And he sheds, like, all the time. She was like, it's just seasonal shedding. Yeah, yeah, no. He yeah, just right. sheds all the freaking time. <laughs> but it's whatever. I'm used to it now. But, uh, you know. He he still fit the bill, and I introduced my dad and buddy, and my dad freaking hated him. <laughs> hated him immediately. Like, we were like, buddy, come here, dad, buddy, come here, you know? And dad was just like having nothing to do with it, wouldn't pet him, wouldn't give him a treat. My dad put the freaking treat in his mouth, like just being a jerk to buddy. Like, wouldn't have it. And we were like, well, they need time. Like, we were doing a trial with the lady, and so... He was only going to stay for like three weeks and we would kind of see if they met, you know, merged. And it just never happened. And I would be sitting on the floor hugging Buddy, petting him, brushing him, playing. Well, not playing with him. He doesn't really play. But, you know, like messing with him, being sweet to him. And I guess we just built a bond. He started sleeping upstairs with me every night. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It just... we really got attached and then it was time for me to move out and my mom was like you're taking buddy and i was like yeah i mean i couldn't really not take him because i'm i'm attached to him too he became my best friend so now i have him and um he is way more than i thought he was because until we got to this location that uh i'm at now (laughs) (laughs) he didn't play like he never played And then ever since we lived here, I've discovered that he actually loves to like wrestle. Like he likes to like play, play fight. (laughs) So what's funny is when George came to visit, they freaking wrestled and play fought so much. (laughs) Uh, Literally ever since George came, that's when Buddy started to like (laughs) want that playtime. Seriously, he won't touch a toy. He won't play with toys. He won't fetch. He won't chew. He nothing, which it's nice, you know, I don't have to buy a bunch of toys. I, I should have given you some toys because I have so <laughs> many that I bought for him that he never used. Um, but, you know, it's nice to know that he has something. But he's pretty low maintenance. Like, he, and he's so good at communicating. He will come up to me when he needs to pee, poop, he needs food or he needs water or whatever. If he wants attention, he'll come up and he'll chomp at me. And if he needs to go outside, he'll, like, chase his tail for a second and then look at me oh yeah and usually i can say like keywords like i can say out and he'll like show me he's excited to do that or i can say food or eat and he'll 
react well or sometimes we'll be like you want to play and then you can kind of tell he gets he knows walk and um i like to torture him because i'll say buddy do you wanna do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna go for a walk Aww. and he'll get all excited so, I mean, he's good at communicating, and he is really sweet. But he also has formed some unhealthy attachments <laughs> with me, yeah. which is, like, <laughs> partially my fault because, like, I must, like, hype up leaving and coming home too much. But I just – I'm going to miss him, so I try to say goodbye and, like, greet him when I get home. But, yeah, he, like – he definitely whines when I get home. Like, I've left him for four <laughs> days or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, he loves his attention. Like, he just can't get enough. But he is a good boy, and I know he's got some health issues. He's he's eight now, or he'll be eight. We're, we're get, his gotcha day is becoming his birthday because I don't know when his real birthday is. So uh, February <laughs> 22nd. So Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, will be his one year nice. with me, and uh, he's going to be eight. So... I think George's birthday is April 20th or 28th or something. Ooh. I think it's the end of April sometime. And we love a good April baby. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. I can't believe he's almost a year. Oh, my gosh. Hallelujah. <laughs> that is crazy. I can't wait to have a middle-aged dog at some point. <laughs> I guess that's like four years away, but still. <laughs> the only problem with like, because... Buddy's considered a senior now, and, like, it's kind of scary because, like, eight is, like, he's very healthy for his age. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, it just makes me nervous. Like, what if yeah, I only like, get the, one more year? Or what if I only get yeah, two like, more years? Yeah, because the base is, like, seven to 12 years. So you're, like, already over the seven. Yeah, I can see that's scary it is scary and but he is me, really healthy he is like, but and part of me wonders like everybody is always like surprised when i say he's seven or when i say he's eight like people are like but before when i was seeing people i would say you know he's seven <laughs> but like people are always like wait what like he does not look or act like he's seven yeah and so he might so be younger than you think it makes me wonder maybe if he was like misaged or something i mean yeah. i hope because i mean the more years I get with him, the better, you know? Yeah, of Like, course. my neighbor, like, I think we got along and we would take him on walks together, like, her and her dog and me and her buddy. And I would complain, you know, like, oh, he does this and he does that. Like, you know, just, like, venting because, like, he is – it's like having a child. Like, they do annoying things. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but he likes to bump into me when I'm holding my hot coffee in the morning. I'm like, bro, <laughs> like, stop. But, you know, I'd vent and she'd be like, well, if you're thinking about getting rid of him, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm not getting rid of this dog. Like, he's my best friend. Yeah. So I love him, even though I complain about yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's true for anybody. Like, anybody that you love doesn't mean that they don't get on your nerves sometimes. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know? Like, I love my mother to pieces, but she drives me bonkers on the daily. So, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, yeah. It's, um, like, I just think myself, well, I don't think myself. That sounds stupid. But, like, I think... <clears throat> Every day that I didn't give up when he was, when George was a puppy, because like, then I wouldn't have George that I have now. And yeah, <laughs> that exactly. makes me really sad. You know, I'm glad I stuck it out because like, I'm like, I love him a lot now, you know, and it, he when I first good. got him, I didn't feel that way. So yeah, I let know. it kind of happen like, naturally. <laughs> there was definitely some 
some moments where it seemed like you definitely regretted getting him. Oh, yeah. All, often. Very often I regretted <laughs> getting him. But, but in the end, he is such a good dog. And, like, you've raised him really well. Like, he's well-trained and has good behavior. And he is a sweet yeah. little boy. I had so much fun hanging out with him this weekend. I, <laughs> I'm ready for Buddy and George to reunite because I feel like I know, it's going to yeah. be really good. You know, Maybe George can things? teach my dog a few manners. <laughs> I don't know about that one. One of my favorite things that he does is um, we'll walk up because I, w- I have to walk up. I don't know. It's like like four flights of stairs. It's like three levels. But um, it's like whenever I take him out to go potty, like when we come back up, I take him off the leash so he can run up and like get there before I get there because he walks faster than I do, you know, because mm-hmm. he's a spry young, young child. <laughs> um <laughs> But what he does is he gets to the top of, like, each flight, and he, like, sits and waits for me to get up. Oh, my god! <laughs> and then he'll go to, up the next one, and then he'll sit and wait for me to get up, and then I'll go up the next one. <laughs> that is so cute. It's, like, cute. the cutest thing ever. And then he'll, like, get to the door, and I train him to, like, where he has to sit on the welcome mat before he can come inside. So he'll get up to the door, and then he'll sit, and then I'll come in, and then he'll come in after me. <laughs> it's, Aww. like, the cutest little routine ever. <laughs> I, like, enjoy it every time I take him outside because it's it's so cute but one sweet. of the most irritating things that he does now is that he's still very leash reactive um and he didn't used to be so like he definitely regressed in this area but like he's very like i want to go see that person over there or that dog over there like he's very pulling like, against the leash um and he hates harnesses like He's deathly afraid of harnesses and i don't know how that happened because he used to wear a harness all the time when he was a puppy um, so I don't know what happened, but so, yeah, that is weird. That's it funny is weird because like, buddy, if I put him or if I take him out of his harness, which I try to, um, but he honestly wears it like most of the time, but at night I try to take it off of him and he always has like a negative reaction. Like it feels like he's like lost a piece of him. <laughs> And it's crazy because, like, I don't know if he has, like, a negative association with just this, like, one harness that I have. But, like, I literally can place the harness on the ground and he'll give it a wide berth. Like, something about it is, like, really scary to him. And, like, obviously, like, nothing traumatic happened. I I had my eye on him, like, every moment when he was growing up. Like, nothing bad happened to him while he was in it. Maybe at daycare. I don't know. Sometimes I took him to daycare. Maybe, like, another dog, like, slung him around on it or something. I don't know. Oh, but <laughs> maybe he got bullied while wearing it. Maybe, maybe the other kids bullied him. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you should try a different harness and see. Yeah, maybe we'll just get a different harness. I know he doesn't like things being like put over his head. Maybe that's it. Because like whenever I clip his leash, I just clip it around his neck. You know, I don't put it over his head. See, if I, <laughs> I could never because Buddy just, Buddy is. I, you know, he's not that well trained. <laughs> um, you know, he, we got him when he was seven. I've had him for a year. I've moved twice since I've owned, um, owned since I've had him. I don't like the word owned. Um, and we worked on some things like we learned, um, we, he knew sit really well. We learned stay, we learned, um, come for walking. Um, and obviously he knows his word, his like trigger words now. Um, but he, doesn't like know a whole lot of other commands and he doesn't like he's not always a good listener like he definitely has selective hearing (laughs) (laughs) so you know without that harness I would not be able to 
control him in a walk. And he's big. He's, he's 65 very pounds. big, yeah. So <laughs> he's a big George boy. He's like 23 pounds. <laughs> I'll have to post pictures of, of the pups on Instagram. Yeah, that'll be cute. But yeah, he. so I couldn't not have the harness. And I think it makes him feel more comfortable. And it makes me feel more comfortable. He'll slide right out of his... Um, <clears throat> collar oh, like yeah. all the time mm-hmm. he did it does it all the time so yeah i mean well i couldn't if george was 65 pounds i would definitely have to have him in a harness yeah. but he's like 20 23 pounds maybe at the most 25 pounds like he's good <laughs> i, I can straight <laughs> up just like picked him up and like held him and he like yeah hoisted himself over my shoulder like just darted like, yeah he's a freaking jumping bean he's like an acrobat he like probably went like six six feet off he was off he was definitely yeah. six feet off the ground <laughs> yeah i don't know what he has inside of him if it's some kind of some squirrel gene <laughs> flying squirrel his gene, legs are literally springs dude like <laughs> yeah exactly like he'll just like leap into the air from just a sitting position and it's like i think that's a jack russell because i think jack russell's are are leapy dogs <laughs> leapy <laughs> um, i like that word He's a but, leapy dog. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's a good boy. Um, I don't know. So let's talk about let's talk about pet peeves and, and like their very best qualities. So like Okay, go ahead. First. You go for first. every pet peeve you should probably say something nice about your dog. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, we've said a lot of Get nice some things, but positive and negative in there. It, I honestly like for me being a pet owner, like it's nice to know that other people definitely get annoyed with their pets too. Cause like, it's one yeah. of those things where like you see people post and you hear people talk about their pets and like, I love them so much. Blah, 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 blah. And like, I definitely feel bad when I come home and I'm like, Oh my God, buddy back up, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I think my number one pet peeve is that buddy, when I get home, I always take him out immediately. Like, I don't take my coat off. I just, like, transition, drop my bags, grab the leash, and go outside. And yeah. he's really quick outside, so I don't really have too many issues there. But when I come back in, I immediately feed him, and he gets a treat because he came in. He did whatever he did outside. And so then he's been outside. He's peed. He's pooped. He has food, and he always has water in his bowl. Um, and he's had a treat. And then... I will, you know, give him a little oven and then I'll go to do whatever I need to do. Like unpack my bag and uh, do dishes or lesson plan or do this podcast or whatever. Yeah. And he will come up to me and he will be like chomping at me, like trying to tell me what he wants. And I'll think, okay, that means he wants to play. And if I try to play with him, he won't play. And then I can't figure (laughs) out what the frick he wants because he has food. He has water. He had a treat. He's been out. He peed. He pooped. I tried to play. Didn't want to do that. Like, and then he'll just keep going and he'll go and he'll go and he'll go until you've ignored it for so long (laughs) that he stops. And it's like, I want to help. I want to give him what he wants, but I don't know what that is. And it's so freaking frustrating. So your pet peeve is that he can't speak your language. <laughs> I guess. I honestly think he just like wants endless attention. Either that or yeah. maybe he like doesn't feel well. I don't know. Because like he has like digestive issues with his old age and uh, he's yeah. going to the vet this month to get that all figured out. But um, yeah, he's, I don't he's know. He's going through the dog menopause. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I guess. he's Dogopause. He's a... Doggo paws. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, he, he, but 
he is a good dog. And like I said, he's really he's really good and efficient outside. And um, he's a really good walker. Like, he does get stuck in some sniffs sometimes, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, what dog doesn't, you know? He, he never, he never, like runs off or anything he'll get excited about a dog but we can just keep walking and he does really a good job so what about you okay so my pet peeve with george is that he will like i said before he likes to bring toys to me and then we'll play together um however like he'll bring me like a he has this like um horse with like long legs that have like (laughs) yes like ropes in them or something like it's like a that's like one of his favorites so he'll bring that to me and he'll have it in his mouth and he'll sit down and he'll look at me with his big, big eyes and just like be like, I want to play. And then I go to like take it from him because we usually play fetch. That's like his favorite thing. Um, and then he'll try to bite my hand. <laughs> like oh. not like a aggressive bite, Jerk. but like don't take my toy away, you know, kind of bite. It's my toy, you know, like he's trying to play tug of war, but he doesn't know how to, to ask me to play tug of war, you know? Um, so like I, I have to like, I don't know. I have to like tell him to drop it and like tell him to sit. And like, I kind of have to get more serious in order to take the toy from him. Like, I don't know how to teach him. I should probably research this more. I don't know how to teach him to like give me the toy so I can throw it so you can bring it back. And then you drop it and not, I don't have to fight you for it every single time I want to throw it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a, it's such a little thing too. Like it shouldn't be a pet poop because it's such a little, you know, play biting is something that he's going to crow completely out of soon. But I will say, it's still like, I discovered that uh, when he was bringing me his horsey for fetch, <laughs> if I grabbed the horse and then I would pet his head <laughs> as we like, oh. <laughs> as we like battled, he always you like unlocked. Oh. Yeah, you unlocked the. He was the like, secret. Ah, must you touch me while I'm trying to fight you? <laughs> <laughs> the secret handshake. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe you should try um, that. Sometimes I would just like yeah, leave my hand on his head. <laughs> Just like a calming, like, okay, now give me the toy. It's, everything's going to be okay. You'll get it back. <laughs> give me the toy and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, give me a best quality about Buddy. Um. Oh, Uh. well, it was walking. He's a good walker. Um. But I'll get another one. Um. He is like... He's pretty, like, a sen- he's sensitive. Like, he's aware. Like, if somebody's Aww. upset, he's pretty good about, um, like, reading the room. <laughs> um, you know, he knows who to go to. and um, That's cute. Yeah. I just thought of another pet peeve, though. Say it. Okay. <laughs> this dude, man, I'll be, like, sitting on the couch and he'll, like, want attention, which is fine. I'm happy to give it to him. Except he'll come up and he'll, like, stand on your leg or stand on your stomach so like his feet are just digging into your body hurts okay, so bad george does that too yeah but george is 23 pounds and my dog yeah. is 65 pounds like just like he'll like oh also he's gotten into this thing imagine a 65 pound dog that climbs onto the back of the edge of the couch okay that's scary. he's just standing on the edge of this couch like on the back of it like he's like Three feet up in the air and just like chilling on the oh, <laughs> but he is a very loving, sweet dog. He gives really good cuddles. He lets me spoon him in bed. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. Yeah, <laughs> he's really good, and he also like loves hugs. Buddy loves hugs. I can give him like a legitimate hug. This is how I have made it through the pandemic. 
because I don't get human hugs very often, but I can get no, a hug from Buddy, buddy whenever. Oh, that's cute. So it all balances out. He has his puppies, but or you know, he drives me insane. But like, I also adore him. So it's all fine. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so with George, I have a couple kind of, but one of the cutest things that he does is he'll get his like bones and toys and he'll like hide them around my apartment, (laughs) which you would think would be annoying, but I think it's like the cutest thing ever. Um, And he'll hide them in very specific spots and always the same toys in the same spots. So like, yeah, I know he's very organized about it. (laughs) So there's these things I get from Walmart. They're called prime bones. Um, And so I'll give him a prime bone and he'll chew on it for a little bit and then he'll go hide it in my closet. And then there's these Himalayan shoes that I get. So I'll give him the Himalayan shoe. He'll chew on it. Then he'll go hide it under my bed. And then he'll his favorite place to hide things is under my bed um, because I can't really get under there. So it's like his own little oasis. <laughs> um, but he'll hide toys under my bed and stuff. And then he, he likes hiding stuff in the corner of the room. Because, like, he thinks it's hidden. Because I don't really have, like, any place he can bury. Like, I don't have blankets laying around or anything. So, I don't really have, like, any place he can bury toys. But he'll do this thing where he'll put a toy or a bone in the corner of the room. And he'll, like, scoot his nose along the carpet as if he was, like, pushing dirt over it. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he's imagining that there's dirt there. (laughs) I don't know. Um, but I've also found like where he's put bones like underneath my pillow and stuff like to, to hide it <laughs> underneath my pillow. <laughs> so you just like climb into bed and there's like a bone. Yeah. <laughs> like every time I go to bed, I have to shake out my, my bed because there's stuff hidden in there. Like, you know that there is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Which it doesn't irritate. I think it's just the cutest thing ever. Maybe as years go on, it will irritate me. I don't know, but I think it's cute. I would think that was cute. Oh, uh, I think it's endearing, but um yeah that's like one of my favorite things about him right now but he is a sweet um yeah he he means well when i was hanging out with george go ahead oh what were you gonna say no no go ahead go ahead go ahead i was hanging out with george i was seeing a lot of like but i mean buddy has beagle in him too and i was just seeing like a lot of like similarities between the two of them yeah i think they i mean they're not like totally alike or anything but i definitely think there's some similarities and i feel like George has the same kind spirit that Buddy has, so yeah, it was making me miss so. Buddy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, George sometimes like I'll be working or something, and then I'll look at him, and he's like already looking at me, which is like the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> it's like he's just like looking at me and interested in what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, supposedly that means that they like love you. Also, if they oh, like I howl don't... with you, or like they I've do anything that. that's like pack like with you. Then that means they love you. I've never tried howling at George. I'm kind of afraid because I know he has that beagle howl, but he hasn't. You don't want to unlock ha- it. It hasn't been a problem this far. I know. I caught I myself to starting a to problem. do it to him, and then I stopped because I was like, "Oh, I don't want to like." I mean, I think it'd be cute to hear. I've I, at the dog park. I've heard him beagle howl every once in a while. It's the cutest thing ever. But oh yeah, I mean it's it's darling. But yeah, I get it. You live in an yeah. apartment complex, and you don't want to like yeah. unleash that. <laughs> that side of him <laughs> i get uh, it overall like everything almost everything he does is really cute except for um like oh he'll like go for my socks and stuff like he still likes to take things that aren't his you know that's just like a dog thing oh yeah he's doing that all weekend is adorable yeah 
and hiding them under the bed. <laughs> it's, was he like chewing on them or was he just taking them and hiding them? No, he'll take them and hide them. Yeah, see, um, that's harmless. It was cute. Yeah, sometimes he'll go for chewing, but it depends um, on his mood and like how quickly I catch him in the act. <laughs> <laughs> But I know he had hoarded like three of your guys' socks, so. <laughs> well, I got I got mine. I think Kaylee got hers. We were good. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> it was funny. I, I thought it was cute. I That was, was something yeah. I thought was endearing. <laughs> well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> I don't want you to destroy any of my friends' things, but. Oh, a sock. I, w- I would have been devastated. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Not yeah. the socks, George. Not the socks. <laughs> Anywho, well, honestly, we have really cute pets, and I think that our history of pets has absolutely shaped how we are experiencing pets now. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of noticed, like, the way you treat pets is a lot different than it seems like the way your parents treated the pets. (laughs) Does that make... I mean, except for CJ. I know you said that was a very positive experience, but, like... I think my parents, they were really good pet owners. I mean, fish, they were just, like, you know... (laughs) <laughs> fish, fish, feeder fish are like they're bait you know like I, I think that my dad was a fisherman like they get that so that's why i think they treat the the fish that way but um well my yeah. parents were really good they took very good care even of the of the fish i mean heck we had the bobs for like eight years it's just like <laughs> i do like i am the crazy dog mom my mom tells me that all the time like you know, I'll spend, I'll drop some pretty pennies on Buddy. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like I want, I want him to have a good life. Like to me, an animal's life is just as valuable as a human's life. I mean, to an extent. I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Any pet owner knows what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I, obviously, if I had to choose between a human life and a pet's life, it would be a hard decision. But yeah, I love him to pieces and I do I do think I have like a different relationship than what my parents would, but my parents were very good pet owners, so Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely I mean obviously like I I don't think I'll ever have like an outside dog, but like I know that like it was I'm happy I had pay, I had pets growing up because like it kind of just like helped me love pets more, so Yeah. And like respect them more too because Except not fish. you get to see their personality. Yeah. <laughs> not fish, I guess. <laughs> but you get to like know that pets and dogs and like animals have a personality when you get to see it up close. So oh, yeah. yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice to experience. I'm honestly like I'm super excited for when we're done recording so I can go see my dog. <laughs> I know. I just I keep looking at George back there and he's like curled up on my pillow right now and I'm like, I wanna go curl up on my pillow. I know. <laughs> makes me want to hang out with my dog for once (laughs) i should take him on a walk (laughs) when it's not like you know negative degrees (laughs) it's like negative degrees right now it's like negative four i think so (laughs) maybe later (laughs) anywho we should totally wrap up um i wanted to bring back something that we did on a previous podcast we did like some fun questions like some funny questions to end um one one podcast a couple times back and i thought it would be fun to bring that back because there were so many questions (coughs) and i'm kind of excited because as meg read through a couple of them she was chuckling to herself so (laughs) um but yeah let's let's get into it for a few i think it'd be fun why don't you start because you've had a good look okay so um this one might be kind of hard to like think up on the fly but what movie completely changes its plot when you change one letter in its title and what is the new movie about (laughs) Oh, 
Just think um, of a movie and then, yeah. I already have one in mind, so if you, I can go first if you want. I feel like mine's not going to be funny, but I want to hear okay. yours. Maybe you'll inspire okay. me. Okay. So the first thing that I thought of was the movie Armageddon. You know, have you seen that? No. <laughs> okay. Well, it's literally, okay. So the plot of the movie is like a meteor is headed towards earth and like these people go out and they like blow the meteor up before it hits earth. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, so I thought if it was called Farmageddon, <laughs> then it would be <laughs> a movie about farms somehow something happening to the farms or like the cows take over the world or oh my gosh the cows take over the world that's really good (laughs) it sounds like a like a intense kid movie yeah yeah like a cartoon or something farmageddon all the cows and pigs and ducks and chickens take over the world feels like it would be a claymation for sure oh my worst nightmare (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) um mine would be instead of mama mia it would be papa mia or papa pia i don't know it would be opposite (laughs) papa pia papa pia (laughs) okay that would be such an interesting musical though (laughs) (laughs) it would be backwards it'd be opposite of what mama mia is that would be actually kind of epic to watch. You should be proud of me for even thinking of one at all. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's good, though. It's good. It's good. It's the first one that popped into your head. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So I like this because we're talking about animals. So um, yeah, my question for you is, if animals could talk, which one would be the rudest? What kind of animal would be the rudest? Oh, um, first thing that pops in my head is some kind of bird. Um, I love that. <laughs> probably like an ostrich. <laughs> They're like, don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah. They have that attitude about them, you know? <clears throat> I feel like it would be the cats of the world. They're just. Yeah, that's like a classic answer. <laughs> but like, yeah, but like all cats, like all cats are just like, screw off. You know, yeah, cats are, they're not my friend. <laughs> they're not my friend either. I mean, I guess the cat here, Leo, he's I. But, like, I know for a fact that he would be rude to me. Like, if I walked in and woke him up by accident or something, like, he would be like, bug off, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're not like dogs who, like. Oh, my yeah, God, I'm so happy to see you. You're you. here. Oh, my yeah, God, I'm thank so you. Happy. Let's, get, let's go for a walk. I'm, I'm not judging you at all. <laughs> yeah. Cats are judgmental. But I get the birds. I get the bird. I get the ostrich. Like, I, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, along the, those lines, like kangaroos, like, apparently they're jerks. So, like, this makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. They'll, like, just kick you in the face for no reason. You, like, look at them and they're like, hi <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that, but that seems on par for the course. <laughs> and they got some big feet, too. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you're down, man. That's it. That's oh, your God. life right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. If all the states in the USA were represented by food, what food would each state be represented by? You could just do Illinois and I could do Kentucky. Okay, Alaska. well, Illinois would be the horseshoe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I have to Ooh, take a second. Explain what horseshoe is. Because uh, some of our listeners we know from from our our anchor 
um, we know are not from Illinois and aren't from some aren't even from the United States, which is crazy. <laughs> but um, thanks for listening, guys. But um, <laughs> the horseshoe in Illinois is like a central Illinois thing. So if you're like a southern or northern Illinois, you might not know what this is. Um, but it is essentially you take a uh, toast and you lay it on the plate and then you cover it in french fries and then you can pick a meat um actually i think that goes underneath the french fries usually it's like burger like a a, like a hamburger and then then the fries and then you just like drizzle the crap out of it with cheese like so much cheese like not drizzle drizzle is not the right word smother (laughs) smother it in in liquid cheese um yeah specifically it's It's the best with white cheese it is so good um, and there's like variants, like my favorite is the chili cheese um, horseshoe Ugh. from Darcy's Pint. Oh, it's really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's like tons and tons of ways you can do one. Um, pulled pork is really good. Um, but yeah, it's basically like a big mess. Like if you don't like food to touch, then you wouldn't like this meal. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, a, I feel like it could be a spinoff poutine. It it kind of is like a spinoff poutine. Like, and well because poutine even poutine has cheese on it so like well it has without the gravy poutine yeah it's just gravy instead like it's got the cheese curds but i mean poutine is really good too but it is kind of like a spinoff of poutine it's like the illinois poutine (laughs) (laughs) um it's delicious though but you're definitely right. that would be (laughs) and if not that like let's say that the majority of illinois won then i guess it would probably be uh a hot dog like a chicago style dog oh yeah okay or deep dish pizza you guys have chicago yeah (laughs) yeah we got chicago chicago runs our world (laughs) okay well i guess for kentucky i would say probably fried chicken i mean (laughs) yeah it's in the name kentucky fried chicken but i guess the um i guess that's what people think of whenever they first think of kentucky so i guess that would have to be I know my grandma makes makes amazing fried chicken. I've never actually had like, I never usually get fried chicken when I eat out. Me you know, either. it's just like a like it's. I feel like I want to get more interesting foods. I'm more because, of a like, pasta person. <laughs> yeah, like my mom used to make fried chicken all the time growing up, so it's not like anything special, you know. Yeah. Um. So I've never actually had, I guess, like authentic Kentucky fried chicken. But well, we I can yeah. visit and we can change that. Yeah, we can we can go back to that. <laughs> freaking restaurant we were at the other day and they have fried chicken there. yeah that was really good we had um yeah. me and Kay had country fried steak with mashed potatoes i had cornbread mac and cheese this it's little like local place classic my southern town. meal y'all whoa yeah. so good <laughs> so good and i had something called a hot brown which is not something i'd ever seen before i don't know if you've ever heard of that before but it's like it's kind of like a horseshoe with turkey only without the fries <laughs> yeah it looked good it looked really it was really good it was like bread and then turkey and then cheese sauce and then tomato and bacon it was very good okay anyway now i'm hungry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah your turn okay what would be the coolest animal to scale up to the size of a horse oh (laughs) i know right oh my god i got a good one let me think about this. So it's obviously got to be like a small creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe think think um, something gentle and not scary, <laughs> not aggressive. <laughs> something that won't wipe out the human race. Right. Um, 
up to the size of a horse um that's huge <laughs> okay you go with yours um definitely a toad oh no oh my gosh no <laughs> yeah why no that would definitely wipe out the human race are you kidding me they could freaking lap us up in one freaking ribbit <laughs> <laughs> but they wouldn't because they're into insects and we are insects we would be insects at that point i guess that's true <laughs> <laughs> But like, and I'm deathly afraid of. <laughs> I'm afraid of frogs. How'd you do this to me? <laughs> okay, wait. I'll, I'll rethink. <laughs> it's okay, for you. It's okay. I, I, honestly, I just don't like want to see any tiny creature as a large creature. Yeah, I like them tiny. Yeah. <laughs> I, my second thought was a bunny rabbit, but then I was like, oh god, maybe like a chipmunk or something. What? I don't know. No, they'd like chew on houses and things. That'd be crazy. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, um, I guess just dogs would be the only option. That's <laughs> really... Clifford. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. Dogs would be the only nice ones. Um, What about giant turtles? Okay, well, that wouldn't be too bad. I mean, we could outrun them at least. But then they would still like kind of terrorize us. <laughs> Maybe we could ride them. I don't know. That wouldn't be so I like bad. how I'm thinking about this in the context of like they're definitely going to attack us. <laughs> I mean, I get it though. I warned you. They may not. <laughs> you may get some snapping turtles in there though. That might be devastating. <clears throat> what fictional character is amazing in their book, show, or movie but would be insufferable if you had to deal with them in mundane, mundane everyday situations? <laughs> what? but would be insufferable if you had to live with them, basically. Oh, I don't know why, but for some reason, like, my immediate response, I, I don't think that this character is amazing. I don't, but this is, like, what my brain automatically went to was, like, Edward Cullen. From Twilight? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> they just feel like they'd be such boring people. I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, just completely like Bella, not want to be your friend. Oh, just, like... <laughs> sigh you know yeah. but i don't really think that they're like amazing characters in the story or anything yeah um well think of like one of your favorite characters and like who might be like really hard to live with if you actually had to live with them okay so david from Shit's creek <laughs> really because i was thinking david too <laughs> yeah david i feel like he would be so hard to live with because he'd be so prissy like he'd be like it'd be like living with me no because he likes things like he's very I mean, he's very kind, but he's also very judgmental. So, like, and he says whatever he's thinking. So, that would be hard to live with until you got used to it, you know, and then just be, like, one of those things. <laughs> but, like. Oh, he said it again. He's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. I think it would be David. Yeah. David or, or. The sister. Alexis. Alexis, yeah. yeah. The sister. <laughs> the sister. <laughs> uh. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? <laughs> um, huh. This is hard. I already know mine. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. You have to go with yours first. Okay. I don't know. There's two options. My mom would either think I had screwed up my taxes <laughs> or she would think I'd been like, speeding hard core like th that woman always assumes that i'm like 20 over or something <laughs> well oh my gosh no no no. yeah no <laughs> i think 
I think mine would also be very similar, like with the whole traffic thing. She would definitely, my parents would definitely first assume it was something traffic related because like they can't, I don't think they would assume I'd go out and do like a crime or something, you know? Right. Well, I don't think anybody would assume that. Yeah. Um, I would assume that like uh, somebody like framed you. (laughs) Yeah. Like a case, like that's what I was thinking. Like maybe a case of mistaken identity. Like they thought she was someone else. (laughs) I don't know. That's a hard one because I'm not like, I don't know. Drugs. I was kind of a square growing up. <laughs> Meg was hiring know. prostitutes. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Solicitation. <laughs> Selling hard, right. hard drugs, man. <laughs> Just kidding. Right. Sorry, what FBI be... agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> FBI agent and listening to this. <laughs> What would be the best worst name for different types of businesses, aka dry cleaners, amusement parks, etc.? Oh, no, this is hard. This reminds me of from Arrested Development. I don't know if you ever got to this part in Arrested Development, but they were going to name this new housing development Sudden Valley, which is a bad name <laughs> because it implies something <laughs> bad is about to happen. I it. did get there, and that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's like so creative. <laughs> Sudden Valley. I'm living in Sudden uh, Valley. Um, Reminds me of freaking Bowling Green, Kentucky being built on like a bunch of caves and sinkholes. <laughs> I wonder why Bowling Green though. Bowling? I don't know. That's like I know why they said named it green. Yeah. Uh, gosh, this is so hard. Well, think of a business that you like to go to. Aldi. Okay. Um, so an alternative name Aldi. would be cheaper than Walmart. <laughs> which isn't actually true for every Aldi <laughs> uh, um, yeah that's actually good because <laughs> that's what I think of when I think of Aldi I'm like it's cheaper but it's still good cheaper than, than Wally there we go cheaper than Wally cheap but good <laughs> it's like it's like the local store is called save a lot <laughs> it's just such yeah, a stupid exactly. name <laughs> uh, I guess they didn't really think that hard about that name <laughs> You can save a lot here. It's like this, all the save rights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, so unoriginal. They have to spell it differently, though, because it has to be R-I-T-E, not R-I-G-H-T. Why is that? I don't know. They just had to. <laughs> they just have to. Like, right, R-I-T-E is not a word, right? It's. I don't think so. I mean, it is in my head because of all the people that have yeah. used it for <laughs> business names. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why do they why do they do the things they do? You could rename band-aids um stick now rip later. <laughs> uh rip them and stick them. <laughs> oh no. Rip them, stick them, repeat. Um That's their motto. <laughs> um Okay, what is something that is really popular now, but in five years, everyone will look back on and be embarrassed by? Okay, um, first thing that comes into my head is TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're probably right. <laughs> People will be very embarrassed by what they put out on the I internet. I feel like the human race will be embarrassed about a lot of the stuff on there. <laughs> I am having a moment because... Um, 
you know, like we look back on like the 80s and we're like, oh, wow, you know, the 80s, blah, blah, blah. Like all of these <laughs> things are so out of fashion. And now they're like kind of coming back. And like all yeah. of the parents are like, that's so 80s, 80s. Why? What's happening? You know, <laughs> the 80s are coming. What's back. happening to millennials, a.k.a. us, um, even though we're kind of not millennials, but whatever, um, is like the Gen Zers are coming in and they're like side parts and skinny jeans are like not a thing anymore. Um, and like millennials are having a hard time swallowing that pill aka me <laughs> and i feel Wait, like so what is the thing though uh, like baggy pants oh yeah baggy like, mom jeans yeah, yeah mom jeans and middle parts like that's a thing again and it's it's like making me realize that like i'm officially like older now because like i'm like i'm not I love this style. This is cute. Like, I'm not giving this up. And, like, that's what all of our mothers went through. (laughs) You know, like, they went through the fading out of the 80s look. And, like, some parents still have the big, thick, huge bangs. You know what I mean? Like. That's so true. So, like, we're going through that now. And, like, having our. So, I feel like I'm going to look back in five years and I'm going to be embarrassed by the skinny jeans that I refuse to let go of. You know what I mean? Yeah, what the heck? They can't take this away from us. <laughs> I know, right? Skinny jeans are so great. And freaking side parts are the only thing that make me look not I know. Insane. I only side part. I too. <laughs> what the heck, bro? Literally, like years and years and years of my life, I've had a side part. Uh, is the side part now the 80s bang? What has my life come to? <laughs> this revelation I'm experiencing is a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> i'm sorry i don't think i can help you with this i think i'm just gonna be out of date i accept this that's fine we can accept this about ourselves <laughs> just made that really complicated you don't have to answer if you don't want to i already did answer oh, wait what'd you say oh tiktok that's right <laughs> ah, i got so dang sidetracked i'm sorry it's your turn <laughs> all right let's both just do one okay more. okay what is something that you just recently realized that you are embarrassed you didn't realize earlier? Um, it's like when you run back through a conversation and like you think about something you said and you're like, oh, why the frick did I say that? <laughs> that kind of, but also like, you know, like realizing that, you know, what the capital of a state is or something, you know, like something factual maybe that you Oh, well, well, like when we were in the cave the other day and the lady, she was like, yeah, so like who won the, the war of 1812? And literally <laughs> None of us knew. nobody said anything except for that one yeah, guy. And no one in the tour group said anything. That was probably one of those moments. <laughs> she was just like waiting for someone. She to was say looking something. at us because we were young. She was like, "These kids are fresh out of school." Oh, like, wait, she was looking at us. Yes, and I was like, "Oh, no. honey, I ain't got the answer." <laughs> and they, it was a trick question because nobody won. I was like, "It was a stalemate." <laughs> I was like, Dang. "Thanks a lot for that." Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. I didn't even think about that. It was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Okay, this one's kind of hard. Um, if you were wrongfully put into an insane asylum, how would you convince them that you're actually sane and not just pretending to be sane? I mean, am I actually insane? <laughs> yeah, wrong. Or if like, you were wrongfully okay. put into an insane asylum. Oh, wrongfully. So I'm not actually insane. Okay, so I have all my faculties. Yes. 
Um, I guess it would be, I would try to like help other insane people. I don't know. Like I would try to be like, it would be like how I treated the other insane people would be like an example. I don't know. How do I put it? Totally. Cause like, I can't convince them that I'm not insane by just like my actions. Right. Because they'll just think that I'm faking. But if I'm like, you know, they're, it's like when they're, you know, in quotes, not watching me or whatever, and I'm still acting sane. Then I could like try to like teach other people things. I don't know. Totally. I, I get that. I don't know. That's like a serious answer, but. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. What else are you going to say? I, I, I get that. I was thinking too about like using my teaching ability to like teach something. Ooh. But I also think I would like make sure that I have like a really strong routine. Like I would make sure oh, that I yeah. like, get up um and like always journal and like take care of myself and like you know get dressed every day and like do I don't know all the things and not like not be a bum (laughs) you know so you would have like all the healthy habits that they would want you to have as a normal person yeah yeah that's a good that's a that's actually probably the best way (laughs) just to show because you don't have to interact you know yeah I, I do have everything uh, going on and i can take care of myself and then they yeah, would be like that would be you know so what? scary <laughs> homegirl seems like she's got it together <laughs> okay <laughs> what's the weirdest thing a guest has done at your house oh um <laughs> and it doesn't have to be your current house it can be like just at any point oh i don't know i gotta think on it do you have one i kind of have okay. one it's it's weird so um this isn't like a guest like they were an uninvited guest but um there was this like delivery person that knocked on my door to like ask like where this other apartment was and they asked to use my bathroom and like (laughs) like normally I'd be like I'm sorry you know because like it depends on like can I take you in a fight like are you gonna come fight me um but it was just this like girl that was probably my age so I was like okay yeah you can come use my bathroom. <laughs> I know it's not really that weird, but like no, if it was me, it's weird. I would never, I would never ask to use someone's bathroom. Like it would have to be a really a bad emergency. I was going to say maybe and she I was know. desperate. Yeah. And I got kind of got that impression, but like I was also like super weird. So I literally stood in the kitchen just like waiting just to make sure that she wasn't like trying to get, Trying to rob me or something. She probably <laughs> had to go and like realize that you were young and her age and nice. And she yeah, was like, she was like not threatened by okay. me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna which is good. Take this opportunity. I don't know. I think I've just been really lucky with guests because I don't have any weird situations. All right, we gotta think of something. We gotta get a good question in here. A good funny question to end it. Okay, dig around. Uh, okay, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? <laughs> Holy crap! Um. To kill an elephant? That's a lot of pecking. Um, okay, let's think. Because, like, even lions can't kill elephants. Well, we're talking, like, a thousand chickens here. A thousand? Yeah. <laughs> you think it would take a thousand? Maybe. You don't. I feel like it'd take, like, a hundred. I don't know, because, like, I feel like a hundred chickens make up a lion. I feel like this is, like, a math problem <laughs> from middle okay, school. Okay, you know chickens better than me, so I think... <laughs> I think I'm gonna. <laughs> you do. Oh my gosh! You just erased. I can't believe I didn't even mention ki- chickens and goats in our whole pet oh saga. Oh my gosh! You're right. 
Well, I own chickens and goats at one point in my life. Um, chickens are vicious animals, uh, especially the roosters. So if you threw some roosters in there, it would take less roosters to kill a elephant than it would just regular chickens. Okay. Um, good to know. Not that I, I don't want to kill an elephant, though. <laughs> well, that's the question. I just feel like we should like address the goat thing. Um, okay. Because you definitely did have goats, and uh, I just yes. remember so we so early to go milk them. Yeah, I would have to get up at six thirty a.m. and then my sister would milk them at six thirty p.m. and we would freaking go out and milk three goats. And it was I didn't even like the goat milk, so I got no benefit from it besides the cute goats that I would get to have. Um, they were Nubian goats, so they had like the floppy ears. They were the best, and they were they were nice. They were sweet. I loved yeah. hanging out with your goats. I think Avery was my favorite. <laughs> Avery, and there was glitter, and then I can't remember the last one's name. I don't have Avery one. and glitter. I know Avery is my favorite. I have a picture of me and Avery on my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then we also had chickens. Like we had chickens all the time when I was growing up. Um, and at one point we had ducks. Ducks. Because we found ducks on the side of the road. We raised two little ducks. That was in Alaska, though. I had a turtle at one point, too, I guess. Ooh. It was a box turtle. Um, I don't remember his name, but he ran away. <laughs> I know that that sounds kind of... <laughs> he ran away? <laughs> so, okay. I kept him in the garage for a while, but because we didn't have, like, a permanent situation yet. And then I decided that it was really awful of me to keep a freaking turtle in a gr- cold concrete garage. Uh, well, actually, it was summer, so it wasn't cold, but it was still a concrete garage. And so I took this little fencing situation and a shoebox and I made him a little house just outside. That is adorable. Outside of the garage. And one day I was headed outside with a fresh carrot, some lettuce for him, and the mother fricker was gone. That's really sad. So I assumed that he ran away. Otherwise, maybe somebody like picked him up and took off with him. I don't know. That's I really wasn't sad. attached, so it was okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we'd only known each other for like three days. Actually, I got him out near your old house. Oh, okay. Right before you right. moved here, actually. <laughs> um. Yeah, but so yeah, we had goats for a while and chickens and then we got rid of them before we moved back to Alaska because you don't really have many goats in... We, we People have chickens in Alaska, but you don't really have many many goats up there. <laughs> Or you don't really transport goats back up to Alaska. <laughs> that would be very difficult. No kidding. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was an experience. A very unique experience to uh, my childhood. <laughs> but It was crazy because you guys didn't really live on a farm, but your house kind of felt like a farm. Yeah, like it was like a it was like a quasi farm pretty much because my dad had like a workshop and then he built on the addition whenever we got the goats to like keep the goats in. And then we had like all of our uh half of our like backyard um for the chickens and then we had the goats like going down into our woods and we had quite quite a lot of woods there. So we had like this little river slash creek going through our woods and like this giant hill heading down to it and sometimes like our goats would be like halfway down the hill um, because we had it all fenced in there so they could eat all that crap out of there. <laughs> um, the and then yard. we also, yeah, we did have an awesome yard and and wood area. Um, and then we also had corn. Like we had a little patch of corn grow. <laughs> I remember that too. It was a little <laughs> Which was kind of fun farm. to play in. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so it was fun. Like my dad had a very, like he pretty much just went and did whatever he just kind of like felt like he wanted to do. So like he was like, oh, we're going to plant some corn. So we're just going to plant some corn. <laughs> he wasn't afraid getting, to do anything. We're getting some goats. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, y'all, I I remember being around when your dad, your dad was not afraid, man. He just like would. Yeah, he'd just go with it. I'll never forget when we woke up early and we went down and we were there for the insemination of the goats. <laughs> yeah, dad tried to get little goat babies, but they didn't take. Yeah, that was Because my uncle, that's what my uncle does. He does that with cows for a living. Um, so he got some pointers, So he, huh? <laughs> well, he actually came down and did it. Oh. Like he brought my dad the stuff and he showed him how to do it and everything and so yeah that's and they had to be like on ice right so he brought down these like special coolers for for it and then they tried to impregnate our um goats but it didn't take which is fine because we were going to move back up to alaska it turned out so yeah it's meant to be it all worked out not that they wouldn't find good homes but gosh i mean i hope they got to stay together because they were like fans you know we actually gave them to um a there was a house like on the road right next to our house that had goats and we gave them to them. Oh. So they literally didn't have to move far at all whenever we moved. <laughs> literally right down the road. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I guess we didn't give We sold them to him, but you know. Well, yeah. So. It was nice that you didn't yeah. have to. They didn't have yeah, to. Yeah, like you'd go through the whole. Yeah, they were just literally right down the road, so. It's <laughs> convenient. I mean, it's crazy what's yeah. out there. You forget, like, how yeah. far out it goes. I mean, it is Illinois, you know. <laughs> Everyone is a little farmy there. Um, I guess so. A little bit, except for Chicago, I guess. I'm not very farmy. Wait, I do like growing occasional tomato plants or something, peppers. Does that make me farmy? You guys always had, um, like, good flowers and stuff. Is that farmy? That's not. <laughs> uh, that's a green thumb, I guess. It's not really something like we ever did at my house. Like my mom would buy flowers from the store, but she would never really like get super into it. Because it's you know, such like your mom a did. <laughs> it is, yeah. Yeah, my mom did get into it hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we should probably wrap up the podcast <laughs> for sure. For sure, we're getting a little long winded here. <laughs> well. It was a good um, to talk about our pets and kind of get some of that off our chest. I know I had to do a little venting myself. <laughs> so, uh, well, if you guys have pets, listeners, um, comment on our Instagram once we post um, this podcast up and tell us about your pets. DM post. us pictures. Yeah, DM us pics and stuff. We love to see pics of pets. Please, <laughs> pet pics. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would love to wake up to some pet pics every morning yes (laughs) just find us on instagram at seven hours difference and feel free to give us some feedback post yeah anything um let us know anything you'd like us to debate or talk about next week we'll try to debate some stuff it's on it's been kind of a hot minute since we've really debated something so (laughs) here we go yeah well all right well have a good uh morning evening or night everybody take care thanks for listening bye bye